0: Hello and welcome to the Holistic Honey Podcast, an expansive and soulful space for real talk on all things self and soul development, holistic wellness and healing, mindset and modern spirituality. I'm your host, Lauren Cortazzo, a holistic counsellor and an empowerment and mindfulness coach. I'm here to help you get to know yourself more deeply, move through mindset and energetic blocks and bridge the gap between where you are and where you want to be. This podcast is for the deep thinkers and soul searchers who are ready to break cycles, make positive changes and embody a happier, confident and more balanced state of being. Stick around for a no BS approach to self-development along with impactful, real and hilarious chats with amazing professionals and friends in the industry. Let's do this. Hello, hello, welcome back to another episode of the Holistic Honey Podcast. I'm just gonna address the elephant in the room. It has been a hot minute since my last episode. I initially said I was gonna bring them out semi-weekly, and that semi is really highlighted because I feel like it's been I was gonna say a few weeks, but I reckon it's been over a month since my last recording and you know, full transparency. It's been a hectic past few months. There's been a lot happening, a lot of shifts, a lot of changes, and I've definitely been met with feeling kind of unbalanced and quite ungrounded. Um, So I just wanted to highlight that. And this has really been the inspiration for today's episode. So it's going to be a very perfectly imperfect episode, um, which is awesome. And I'm, I'm excited for that. Um, But yeah, the past few months have been interesting and I've been connecting with a lot of my one-on-one clients who have also been kind of reporting the same thing. There's, you know, when you feel like there's this level up or this change coming, we're either met with resistance because we're like, holy shit, there's about to be a level up and it feels uncomfortable. New is always uncomfortable. So we sometimes retreat Or it's sometimes met with that force of that real kind of attachment to when's it going to happen? How's it going to happen? What is it going to look like? So, yeah, it's been a real theme in my life and within my client sessions the past few months. And it's that flow versus force. So that's what today's episode is going to be about. I'm going to be sharing with you guys five tips for less force and more flow. So... Before we get into it, I want to connect you guys to the energy of force and resistance for a second. So I want you guys, you might be hearing the bin trucks, you're going to hear my dog chewing on his bone. All of these things happen when I start recording, by the way. (laughs) Anyway, I want you guys to connect to the energy of force and resistance for a second. It's a really fucking heavy, dense energy. It doesn't feel light and flowy and breezy. It feels like we might actually be quite heady. We start to get in our head. It might be met with a lot of anxiety. Um, I often feel the energy of force and resistance in my chest and in my stomach. But connect with a time where you've, you've been kind of really wrapped up in the force and the resistance. So it might have been forcing a relationship or a connection with someone That deep down you knew wasn't there, but you still tried to push through and make it happen, even though there was clear signs that it wasn't working, right? It could even be you resisting change when you know it's time to move on, whether that be in relationships or in a career that's just totally past its use by date, but we're still resisting or forcing or holding on to things. And I like to think of energetically, when we're really holding on tight to something, we're not allowing energy flow into this thing We're we're suffocating it. And this is when we're going to be met with feeling really unbalanced, ungrounded, disconnected, and quite fearful as well. So yeah, that's the energy of force and resistance. On the flip side, however, I want you guys to now connect with the energy of flow and surrender. Even when I said flow and surrender, my body started to just feel a lot softer and I kind of melted in my chair a little bit more. So this is kind of when we let things just unfold without attachment to the outcome. We're in the present moment. We're connected to the universe, our guides, our intuition, and we're not so heady. We're not so worried about what we think we should do or how we think it should be. We're really just surrendering to the process. We might even notice that when we're in a state of flow and surrender, we're really able to let our creative juices just flow. And from here, I'm such a big believer in such magical, amazing shit being birthed through the process of flow and surrender. In my business, whenever I create something from a state of scarcity or fuck, I feel like I need to put this out there, it's never gone well full transparency. it has never gone well. But the moment I actually just take a step back, let the universe kind of catch me as I loosen the grip. Because when you step back, the universe steps in. I'm a big believer in this, right? When I approach things from a state of flow and surrender, things just feel fucking magical and lighter and it just, things work out and we're so not attached to how we hope it's going to go. When we're attached, or sorry, we're talking about non-attachment here. When we're connected to the energy of flow and surrender, we connect with people and things and opportunities so much more natural and conversations feel lighter and there's no force so i really wanted to highlight the difference between force and resistance versus flow and surrender and i want to give you some tips to help you actually lean into more flow and feminine flow as well but also the embodiment part of this is actually feeling into it and allowing yourself to yeah, step into a phase where it doesn't feel so fucking heavy and scary and overwhelming. Before we get into it, I I want to talk about the a really common thing that's been coming up for me. And it's me starting to honor where my body is at. So this is going to be a completely separate episode because I want to talk about our cycles and feminine and masculine energies. I could talk about this stuff for ages, but our bodies are constantly changing. And what we need is, is going to shift and change. But if we're so rigid in our thinking, so an example is I have told myself that movement to me equals going to gym and lifting weights. That was just kind of how my mind was programmed But recently I've started to actually honor the fact that my body doesn't feel like this and it doesn't want it and I don't feel drawn to it and it actually feels forceful me even trying to get there and and move my body in this way. So I've noticed that I've started to actually really soften to the idea that like I'm changing, my body's changing, this is natural And I need to honor this and surrender to it and actually tune into what it is I'm needing. So I encourage you guys every day to check in with yourselves. Where am I at? Where am I at physically, emotionally, mentally, energetically? And this is what I go through in in my one-on-one holistic coaching is how do we actually deeply connect with ourselves. So it's not like we're just constantly in this state of doing and, you know, overcompensating and feeling like we're constantly needing to distract ourselves because we have to do, do, do. It's around actually being like, how do we think less and start to fucking feel more? Because our mind is full of automatic thoughts, right? And it'll constantly tell us what we think we should do, what we have to do. But when we know how to tune in to our own energy and body, this is where the magic happens. So just quickly, there are some new spots actually available for the one-on-one holistic coaching. So I'll leave some information in the show notes. But if you guys are ready to start prioritizing your well-being, really get unstuck, feel and heal your shit instead of just pushing it to the side and trying to push through and resist and force actually allowing yourself to feel and heal your shit if you want to find your groove and if you want to make moves and level up instead of kind of hiding behind fear and anxiety and the stagnancy then this is an opportunity for you so i'll leave i'll leave some information in the show notes but let's get into it i want to get into tip one for less force and embracing more flow tip number one is actually allowing yourself to get into what we call a flow state so I want to explain to you what a flow state is when we are in a state of flow we are just creating and doing things because it simply feels good and it's just natural there is no force there is no resistance so this could be just doing something that you love that feels good and it could be something as simple as your formula might be Cooking in the kitchen. I know for my partner, like his form of meditation is when he is in the kitchen creating things. He is in an absolute flow state. For some people, it might be certain types of movement. It might be listening to music. It might be actually meditating. It could be painting. Whatever it may be, allowing yourself to connect more with a flow state where you're doing things that actually feel good starting to create a ritual around it as well. So not a routine because a routine can actually feel quite rigid and sometimes forced, but a ritual where you're celebrating this and allowing yourself time and space to actually do the thing that feels good. Allow yourself to explore it as well. So If we think back to when we were kids before things got really fucking complicated, we just did really creative shit because it felt good. We didn't give a shit what other people thought. Right. We were constantly in a state of flow. So starting to connect back to that, that part of us that wants to just do things because it feels natural and good. Uh, I guess a tip within this tip of, of getting into your creative flow or a flow state is identifying your peak productive and creative times as well. So I'll talk about this in another episode, but ladies, if you guys know where you are at in your cycles, which is such a powerful thing to know, you might actually know when, because we're such cyclical beings, when energetically we're actually in our peak creative mode where we are going to create and it just feels good and it just flows. Because sometimes in our cycles, we're actually in a phase where we just need to fucking rest and surrender and not do much. So do things that feel good, create a ritual around it, allow yourself to explore, identify your peak creative and productive times and eliminate distractions. This is a huge one. We are so in an era where there are so many fucking distractions and we're constantly seeking instant gratification Scrolling on our phones mindlessly is the biggest one and th- this is what I see in, in my clients is like I am just so distracted and consumed by shit that just doesn't matter. So if you want to get into a flow state, put your phone down, eliminate distractions and allow yourself to feel into what feels good. This is when we're the most connected to our intuition as well. So creativity and intuition go hand in hand they are like best buds right if we're feeling blocked if we're feeling fearful if we're in our head we're not connected to our intuition we're overthinking it right and I'm sure you can think of a stage where you've tried to create something whether it be creating I don't know a new program or drawing something or whatever it is you were trying to create and you were just so in your own head that it just wasn't flowing and it wasn't working so this is the opposite of a flow state so allow your creative juices to flow. And what I want to say when it comes to the flow state is I'm a big believer in whatever's done mindfully is meditation. So meditation and being in a in a flow state isn't about just having your eyes closed and doing some deep breaths. Find what your version of meditation is that helps you get into a flow state. Like I said, it could be cooking in the, the kitchen. It could be creative writing. It could be through journaling, whatever it is, start to lean into it and create which rituals around it and enjoy what it is you're doing. For me, sometimes getting into a flow state is just allowing my body to move in certain ways. I'll start to just like naturally stretch and I don't know, it could even be walking in nature. This is a, this is another way I noticed that massive intuitive downloads just kind of drop in when we're in this state of flow and we're just so connected to the present moment that things just feel easy. So that's tip number one, get yourself into a flow state or get comfortable with getting creative to be in that flow state. Tip number two, and this is something I fucking love and I've been leaning into it so much myself and I've seen so many shifts and changes in my clients' because of this little tip. And it's to create a to-feel list as an alternative to a to-do list. So sometimes our to-do lists can feel really rigid and forced. And it's just like, I'm mindlessly just writing shit that I need to do that I don't actually feel like doing. Now, don't get me wrong. We all have responsibilities and there's things we actually need to do. But if you find that you're really kind of forcing yourself to do things because it's what you think you should do. It starts to become really disempowering and you might actually notice that you're procrastinating. I can relate to this so much when I am being forceful with myself and I'm telling myself, okay, you have to go to gym at this time and then you have to do this and then you should do that. I'm just going to procrastinate the fuck out of it because I don't, I'm not feeling into it. I'm thinking more and I'm not feeling as much. So If you want to start to connect with more flow, create to feel lists instead. So this is just a matter of you asking yourself, what do I feel like doing today instead of what must I do today? This little shift in these questions is so powerful because we're often so programmed to just do and hustle and grind and get shit done because we just need to keep moving and a a massive block that I see within my clients is they're not actually used to, and I can relate to this so much more than you guys may know, is we're not used to actually just sitting with ourselves and being like, how do I feel? Where am I at? How do I just feel my shit and let it come up? It is so much easier to just, keep pushing and grinding and distracting ourselves so this is really kind of a circuit breaker where we're forced to check in with ourselves and ask ourselves what do I feel like doing today remember to add really feminine tasks to your list as well so this incorporates movement and creativity which is hand in hand with that flow state okay so it might be you know okay usually my formula would be to go to gym today at this time but Right now, I'm actually just feeling like I need to go for a long walk on the beach or I feel like moving and flowing with some yoga today or it might just be I feel like having a rest day. So having the to feel list and connecting with how it is you're wanting to feel more than what it is you think you should be doing. This has been an absolute game changer and I'd love to hear how you guys go with this if it is something you connect with. But with this Really allowing your day to be guided by yourself from a space of awareness and curiosity and instinct. Absolute game changer. So that's number two. So tip number one was get yourself into a flow state, really let the creative juices flow. Tip number two, create daily to feel lists as an alternative to to do lists. Tip number three, setting intentions instead of goals so i want to highlight the difference between the two so goals are a lot more rigid and they're really kind of envisioned and desired outcomes that we want to accomplish within a specific time frame okay so goals are fucking great i think we all need goals and we want to be able to connect with this future version of ourselves who's already doing the thing and we we want to lean into goals absolutely But what I've noticed is when we're kind of operating from a state of stagnancy and fear and a bit of anxiety, goals can actually feel quite overwhelming, especially if we are if our inner critics really loud and we're setting quite unrealistic expectations and goals for ourselves. This can kind of lead to a lot of pressure and criticism and force and resistance. So. Goals are the envisioned and desired outcome, whereas intentions are a bit lighter and a bit flowier. So, intentions are just a conscious expression of what we want to happen. So, really, what this does is it helps us kind of embody the feeling of what we're wanting to call in, which is just manifestation 101, right? <laughs> the thing with manifestation, it's not about just putting this wish list out to the universe and saying, I want X, Y, Z. It's actually like, how do I embody and feel into this? If I'm wanting to call in more, I don't know, if I want to call in more happiness and peace of mind, how can I start to embody this feeling? So even if I don't feel like I've reached it yet, I'm still feeling into it. This is how we raise our vibe, right? So intention versus goals, there is a difference. Like I said, goals can often feel a little bit more forced and quite masculine. Um, And if we're setting unachievable goals when our inner critic is pushing us, we're forgetting that sometimes energetically we might not actually be there. Like our energy doesn't match the goal. So the example I've used is, you know, if we have this goal of I must go to gym and lift weights four times a week, actually checking in with yourself and being like, hold on, I haven't been... Like I haven't been exercising, say, for a few months. I've had a bit of a break. So me then forcing myself and setting this goal that I need to go four times a week, is this actually achievable? If we bring intention into it, however, we're able to feel into this goal a little bit different. So say, for instance, the goal is I must do this many days of exercise a week. The intention might be, I intend to move my body in ways that feel good every day. It feels a lot lighter and it it takes the pressure off and it helps us be less rigid. So if that's the intention we're setting, just moving our body in ways that feel good, it could be actually just getting up in the morning and putting on a fucking amazing playlist and dancing in the mirror with your morning coffee. I say this from experience because this is something I've been doing every morning and it's been amazing. It's been such a fucking vibe and that's me moving my body. That's me connecting with the intention of I want to feel good and I want to move in ways that feel good as opposed to I have to move like this. So setting intentions instead of goals could be a really, really helpful way to start to loosen the grip and not force Ditch the resistance and actually start to flow a little bit more and feel into what you are needing. And again, remember to be mindful of where you're at in your cycle. So, ladies, if you have the awareness of where you're at in your cycle, it's really a fucking game changer because you'll realize, oh, my God, usually I'd be super hard on myself and tell myself I have to do this. When actually, naturally, I'm in a state where I need to actually rest and just look after myself a bit more or maybe even eat a little bit more. <laughs> so, yeah, tip number three, set intentions instead of goals. This leads me into tip number four, which I've kind of already touched on, and this is flexibility with movement. So this has been a huge one for me. And I think my whole life I've had this really rigid idea of what movement was and why I was exercising. So from a really, really young age, I think I was about four when I started martial arts. So I did martial arts for about 10 or 15 years. I did karate and I'm a black belt first Dan, which I think a lot of people like, what the fuck? So this was a massive chunk of my life that I was training a certain amount of times a week. That was just how I did it there was a certain way I was moving my body and it was just kind of like, that's what exercise is. I was as fit as a fucking fiddle, right? (laughs) But now that this is something that's in my past and I don't do that kind of movement anymore, and it's not something that I'm leaning into at the moment, I started to notice that I had really rigid ideas of why I was moving my body. So remember that instead of Movement being about just getting fit and losing weight, which a lot of people have that narrative. This is why I need to move my body. Think about it. Think think about it in a different way and, and start to shift your mindset around what else can movement be about? Redefining the relationship with movement. So it could be I move my body to actually help me celebrate and explore my body and understand my body. It could also be like, I move my body because it helps me calm my mind. I move my body to honor my cycles and it changes all the time. And that's amazing. That's beautiful. Or I move my body to embrace more pleasure instead of pain. So, and this is a big one. And and I've had these conversations with my clients When they talk about how rigid they are with this movement and this idea of having to set this hectic routine to move their body, it should feel good. Like this is us celebrating our body and it shouldn't be a painful chore. So starting to really redefine your relationship with movement and be flexible around movement and what your body needs Movement should feel good and flexible. It shouldn't be rigid and this this chore that feels kind of like exhausting and disempowering because that's when we're going to be like, ugh, I can't be fucked and we'll procrastinate, okay? So tip number four, flexibility with movement and redefining your relationship with movement. So recently, I just have not felt like going to gym. <laughs> it's just something that like, the idea of it, it's like, you have to drag me kicking and screaming. At first I was judging myself for this. I was like, why am I feeling this way? And then I started to think about it and be like, okay, what does my body need? Maybe it just needs a different kind of movement to, I don't know, just get the juices flowing again. So recently I started Pilates or reformer Pilates and I am fucking loving it. It's awesome. It's different. And I've honored that my body needs something different and that's okay. So tip number four, flexibility with movement. And this brings me to my final tip number five, which is a huge one and something that I feel like is easier said than done, but it is honoring rest and downtime. So this is the ultimate feminine flow when we know how to check in with ourselves and know when we need to pipe the fuck down and rest and honor our mind, our body, our spirit. So asking yourself every day, what does my body need right now? And also what can my body handle right now? This is a huge one because when we're in this state of setting rigid goals and having these rigid structured routines, we're going to start to notice that we are kind of delving into that force and resistant kind of feeling and you and I'd love to hear from you guys if this is something you resonate with whereas if we start to actually think you know what it's okay to have some downtime my body actually needs some downtime this is what my body is calling out to me I'm a huge believer in our body is always communicating to us often what our mind or our emotions what what we're kind of blocking in that sense So when I think back to times where I was like severely burnt out, my mind was initially like, okay, I think you need to slow down. And I was like, no, 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 we need to keep going, pushing through, pushing through, pushing through. I pushed aside my emotions and my mental health and you fucking best believe that my body had a really loud way of letting me know that I needed to slow down. So the mind body connection is huge. So, tip number five: honouring rest and downtime, and knowing that this is part of replenishing and resetting, and being able to show up in the world and in our realm, and also redefining your relationship with rest and downtime. So, some people have like really hectic relationships with rest and downtime. Like, I don't know if you've ever heard someone say like, "I'll rest when I'm dead," or like, you know. I've, I've, it's a very old school kind of way of thinking, but you know, if you've been raised by people who are absolute, just like machines when it comes to work, like my dad is like that. It's just like work, work, work. That's just how he's programmed. So I kind of adopted this and I noticed that when I actually needed downtime and rest, especially when I started my business, it was met with so much guilt. Oh my God. Right. So I encourage you guys to redefine why rest and downtime is so important. And remembering that, like if you're after productivity, you are only going to be able to be productive when you allow yourself to rest and recharge. Okay. So they are my five tips for less force and more flow. So I'm going to go through them again. Number one, get yourself into a creative flow state. Number two, create daily to feel lists as an alternative to to to-do lists. Three, set intentions instead of goals. Four, flexibility with movement. And number five is honoring rest and downtime. I would absolutely love to hear how you go with these or if these are any tips that you actually lean into. Like I said, I just want to quickly highlight there are some new one-on-one holistic coaching spots that are now available and I celebrate the fuck out of these because this really for some women who reach out and lean into this opportunity this marks a huge like line in the sand for them where they're like you know what it's time to actually do things differently get things moving and break some cycles so If this is something you feel interested in, if you feel like you're at a stage where you're really craving some guidance and clarity and direction, and you're wanting to really just kind of step into your power, strengthen your mindset, reclaim your confidence, I'm your girl. (laughs) So I'll leave some information in the show notes about how to secure your spot for holistic coaching, but sending you guys so much love and until next time, much love and be well.